Marcus Radio. Welcome to Three Queens and a King Podcast, where candid conversation matters. It's your show, baby. Welcome, welcome back, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Three Queens and a King Podcast. And uh, yeah, we're here. After maybe like a two-week hiatus for random stuff that was going on. We haven't all been together, but um, we are back. And I'd like to welcome uh, our newest co-host in rotation, Miss Ray Shonda. Or what's full government? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was about to say that too. Like, <laughs> what's your stage name? name? <laughs> it is. It's um, Ray Shonda. It is. Yes. Some people may know me as AKA Nubian Princess. Mm. Um, but it's Ray Shonda. Yes, in full form. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> I We're am, excited to have you. Oh yes. my gosh, this is the most like warm, genuine transition right now, for sure. Uh, you're a poet. <laughs> That's how we met, right? Yes. yes right. Yes. Okay. So when. She's speaking on her uh, her stage name. That's why. Yeah. Because one of her creative outlets is, is spoken word, written word. Yes. Yes. I also have a business, Cranberry Moon. You know, shameless plug. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. The segue was so easy. <laughs> right up, right? <laughs> Dope. Okay. Tell the people about Cranberry Moon. Cranberry Moon services, right? Um, I focus on a lot of holistic um, food, nurturing, warm stuff, working out, yoga. Um, I focus on breakfast a lot. I love breakfast. My favorite. Mm. My too. My favorite meal of the day. So And it's necessary. Man, listen. I put everything in the sandwich, okay? Whatever you need. On a bagel or a biscuit, you got it. I want all of that. Man, <laughs> it can be eggs or avocados, spinach, sausage, mushrooms, mushrooms, Ooh. whatever you want. Yeah, I can line it with, you know, a cream cheese, no cream cheese, salsa, whatever you like. Cause I'm a big salsa. We were talking about that last night on the yes. TV. Yeah, mm. do you like salsa in your breakfast foods? Mm-hmm. Oh, I eat you. I, I'm I'm a fan of a of a good breakfast burrito with sour cream and salsa. Mm-hmm. Oh man, and turkey sausage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm all over that. Okay, mm-hmm. welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> so we've not seen each other in a little bit. Chris, what you been up to? Uh, gardening. Pretty much my life. Yep. <laughs> it's uh spring summertime. <laughs> and you said you have a veggie garden. Two veggie gardens. Two veggie gardens, a flower garden. Mm-hmm. And then what was the what was the Then they have a natural habitat and we have an edible uh edible flower garden. Yes. Which I would love for you to see, Ray. Yes. That might be inspiring for your breakfast. Mm-hmm. That's okay. a lot of work in the yard. Yeah. That's a full time job. Mm-hmm. And then taking care of my kid. <laughs> True Blue. Yeah, no. <laughs> Anybody that's listening to the show, we know about Truly. 
truly is really running all of our lives. But <laughs> 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 <With> herself, <laughs> her beautiful self. Okay, well, um, I haven't been up to much the past couple of weeks just recouping from the trip to Florida doing the TEDx show, which uh, soon enough that will be available and in circulation. And and then just coming home and resting, man, and just like trying to get back in the groove of things. Yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to like, it's Father's Day weekend. We're recording right now, Friday before Father's Day. You guys will be listening on Tuesday, the Tuesday after Father's Day weekend. But it's Father's Day weekend. It's the first weekend without my dad, or this is the first Father's Day without my props who passed in October of last year. And the universe has an amazing way of just slowing my life down when I need it most. Yeah. Whether I'm trying to or not, I'll look up and there'll be a few days where there's nothing pressing. And I'm like, oh, okay. And that's what's happening this weekend. So I'm looking forward to our day tomorrow yeah. for mm-hmm. Juneteenth. And I'm so excited. Hanging out and being in the heat. I'm not excited about the heat. I'm not <laughs> We all have very different ideas of like, it's comfortable uh, living where we live. But, uh, <laughs> and we catch all the seasons all the time. I can't wear any wigs. I just can't. I can't. I'm naturally bald. I can't put on the wig. It's going to lose me. I can't. I can't be swaying. I glue in my eyes. Like, it's no. too much. It's too much. It's too hot. Yeah, yes. It's too hot. The humidity is right. It's going to be humid tomorrow, too, because of this rain that is getting ready to like happen. And I'm all the way for the no makeup and as loose of clothing as possible mm-hmm. to get through the day. See, that's hard for me to get through the day like that. I like to be all made up and put my little makeup You do. And my hair done and my dresses on and my like cute it's shoes and too high. even gardening. You're and all done up? Yeah. Yes. Okay, Every day, now. got my red lips on. I know that's day. right. I ain't know that's right. I'm gonna do this on this sexy, okay? Yeah. Period. <laughs> okay. In her garden. It's my job. It's my job. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta be fly. I don't know what you thought. I know that's right. <laughs> ah, that's funny. I love that, Chris. I love that about you. But you've always been that way, though. Mm-hmm. You've always been not Chrissy, but just like a girl. Yeah. Yeah. True and true. Girl. Yeah. Yeah. All the way female, like. Yeah. Is true. Is truly uh, girly, or is she more tomboyish? She's a man. Yeah. She does her own thing. Oh yeah. Truly's hair is cut in the cutest little short shaved cut and she'd be having on the frilliest pink dresses. I'm like, I love, I love you, True. Oh. It's your whole original, confident four-year-old self. <laughs> and her little silk nightgown. I know! Like, I wear mine a lot around the house. And she's like, I want to go get my nightgown on. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> we're home. I don't know That's why you That's the best place to do it, right. That's great. All right. Okay, so we're going we're gonna to cut to the first break. You guys know the deal. Uh, a little bit of music um, and we're gonna come back and this is our father's day edition so really we're just gonna have a conversation about uh, you know the importance of of the father figure and maybe share some testimony about our own relationships maybe not but it will entertain you we'll be right right back thanks for tuning in folks
So we're back, folks. Thanks for tuning in. You're listening to Three Queens and a King podcast. Today is just the queens. And the break conversation (laughs) is a show worthy of itself. Like, we might have to create, like, an after-hour segment or something. Like, just give little snippets of some stuff. You know what I mean? Like, a little... Just those conversations, because they'd be pretty raw. <laughs> we have just a little bit of filter when it's for y'all. No filter when it's not for y'all. <laughs> That's the conversation y'all want to hear, really. Like, <laughs> At any rate, uh, before we get going, though, before we get going, I do want to say this. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers and father figures in the world. It is absolutely imperative that we start to lift you all up just a little bit more than we have been and celebrate the contribution that you bring to our community, to society, and to our families. You are necessary, you are loved, you are needed and appreciated, and we we could not be balanced without you. So happy Father's Day to all the fathers. This show is most definitely dedicated to them uh and to my my pops and you know our fathers our father figures um i was saying before the break this is my first year without my dad and and we always were cool and close and a lot of like and i made it a point to talk to him um if i couldn't see him on father's day and his birthday and, and you know we we honored those you know those dates and and uh made sure that we stayed in in contact but here in like the last month i really have been thinking about the fact that i can't call him and that and that is like every time that really like hits home that i can't call him i'm like man it's like all over again like i cannot believe that his life has ended and he is not here and I can't call him clown or can't call him be uplifted or any of those things. But I remember clearly all of our conversations over the years. So I, I've been pulling from my memory bank here lately and just really like celebrating my dad and how silly he is and just a nut. <laughs> yeah, no sense whatsoever. And all he did was laugh. Like, as soon as we would get on the phone together, we would just start giggling. I mean, for no reason. I'd be like, Daddy, what are you doing? And I'd just start laughing. And it would take a minute, and then we'd get into the conversation. But my my family is that way all the way around. Me and my son, me and my siblings. So I miss my pops, man. I really do. And now that he's gone, I'm starting to uh, be able to see a lot of the things that he did that was good, that allowed me to be, like, the person that I am. Because when you're ironically enough and and often enough when the when your parents are alive you don't focus really on uh unless you have an amazing childhood then this does not apply to you obviously (laughs) um but if you don't have an amazing childhood and your parents make mistakes like most parents do um then that's what you're focused on when they're alive you're focused on how they hurt you or how they misled you or how they disappointed you or how they created these generational curses or past that kind of shit onto you and you're carrying it you focus on all of that and and then once they're gone it's like you're deflated you can't be angry no more you can't you know what i mean because it's like at who right who are you gonna be mad about you can't even dispel that energy onto that person you can't try to make them hold themselves accountable you can't 
have conversations. You can't express yourself passionately. You can't argue, scream. You can't do any of those things because they're not here. So then it allows you to really focus on the good that came from being birthed from these two people, you know, mm-hmm. and becoming the person that who you are. Right. So anyway, <laughs> I miss my dad a little bit. Anyways. So whatever you guys want to share. Do you have somebody in your life that was a father figure or do you want to share anything about your father? Yeah, like Father's Day, I'm I'm bittersweet about. My father was really a terrible person and even when he died and I found out about it I had no feelings with them it's just like I actually I felt relieved he was gone because he put me through so much but I've had so many men that were good men my grandfather I remember he was such a silly wild character um, always cracking jokes and never serious and he sat me down once and I was really young, probably too young to even realize what was going on. And he told me how a man should treat ladies, not just in a relationship, but all ladies. Opening the car door, opening a door for them, speaking kindly to them, not raising your voice to them. And those are actually things that I expect in a relationship because I will give you that much more because you're treating me kindly. Yes. Um, And then, you know, like my ex-husband, even though we don't have kids, I I still think how wonderful a father he is and how he was the first person that uh, really taught me how to be in a a real relationship, a loving relationship. And he did all the things that my grandpa told me I should get. Um, And even his dad was wonderful too. And then I happened to um, you know, start dating this guy who is now my husband, who's 12, 13 years younger than me. <laughs> okay. And I was told I couldn't have kids. And uh, he has super sperm, apparently, because that happened and other reasons. <laughs> he has super sperm. We can get into that at a later date on a personal note. <laughs> That's, well, the, that's the conversation I'm talking about, y'all. That's the conversation I'm telling about. Like, yeah. Y'all want to hear that conversation, don't you? <laughs> but you had a baby. Yeah, and it's funny because I was thinking about, like, um, obviously I would want to honor my husband. He's an amazing father. I could have never asked for anyone better than him to be her dad. Um, but I want to honor his dad. When this is actually a funny story, when I was about five months pregnant, I went to go meet his family for the first time. They didn't even know I existed, didn't know my name. And I met his dad and his stepmom. And I'm pretty big in a very short dress. You know, I was trying to keep it classy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> It was like meeting Santa Claus, like this idea of Santa Claus. He was that warm smile and he said, hi, Chris. And he like gave me a hug. And ever since then, um, him and his wife have been the most magical people in my life. It's like, uh, and even Abe left for a while uh, to go take care. I think he was uh, doing uh, some kind of 
thing in a wedding. And so I was there with them just myself and they had never met me. Again, I'm five months pregnant and it felt like I knew him forever. It was beautiful. I loved it. That is dope. Yeah. And so he is a kind, warm person. And not only that, if we need him for anything, our last trauma even, he was there immediately. Without question. Without asking. That's beautiful. Yeah, he's a wonderful man. Oh. And it it's and everyone says in the family how they're so alike and they really are. Hmm. They're stand up men. So that is creating new healthy cycles with Truly. Mm -hmm. So sure. her expectations will be uh, high. Really high. Yeah. Really high. And, <laughs> and uh, justifiably so, you know, like that's, that's the standard that's been set. Mm -hmm. So you're breaking cycles. No, I'm telling you. That's amazing, man. That is amazing. Ray, what about you? What's your experience? Uh, so my biological father, I was a daddy's girl. All the way up until probably like 16. He got remarried and kind of just poof. <clears throat> He really disconnected from us, his family, and it was just like, oh, oh okay. So I kind of went on the journey of looking for my father. <clears throat> all different men, all different types. And then my mom recently kinda well she got remarried and so it was kinda like adjusting to you know actually having a father figure um a male voice around because I have no brothers all sisters mm -hmm. my mom so um I don't know I was a little lost in that world of what it really looked like you know and on top of that, it wasn't, I wish I, I could have said with my grandparents longer because now I like, I gotta see what my granddad doing. You know what I mean? It, I, I Now I can actually look at the men and appreciate the men who were consistent mm -hmm. in my life. And it's, it's a definitely, is is definitely beautiful. It's reassuring and amazing just getting to know somebody in a different light. You know what I mean? That can just give me that type of advice or appreciation or just your ear. You know what I mean? Just to listen to. So. Mm, 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 mm. I definitely understand. Man, it's like it's beautiful to hear that you had a kid and you had a baby. Cause I just wrote it off. Like I was told I didn't have kids, so I never really even thought of the whole thing. You know what I mean? Then I'm gonna tell you a good story. 
Um, so I was told I couldn't have kids. My ex-husband and I were married for 17 years on paper. I think we were together maybe 14 years, yeah. uh, technically. Um, and I couldn't get pregnant and it was really hard. And it wasn't until afterwards I got tested for all these various things. It was my hormones and this and that, and like, you can't get pregnant and you know, whatever. And I was like, okay. So I gave up the whole idea altogether. I'm like, I'm not with my ex-husband. I can't get pregnant with anyone else. It's not any big deal. Um, so I kind of went the wild way and I fucked a lot of people. Yeah. Like a lot, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And I just, it was one of those things I was, I was like, I can't get pregnant. Right. right. Okay, cool. Right. Like, but I also you know did wear I mean? condoms because I was like, I, I did well enough because I'm so when I see it. Come on. Come on. <laughs> For real. For real. <laughs> So then it's weird. I met my husband at a party. They were mutual friends and it was an engagement party. And he, uh, I left, I guess he told me that I went up to him and started holding his hand, which seems pretty typical, yeah, yeah. but we danced all night. I thought how cute he was. And, uh, so I left because I lived next door and I guess he was looking for me uh-huh. and we ended up like going on a couple dates and I was like, yeah, but we kept it pretty casual to be honest. Mm-hmm. And when I wasn't feeling well, I called my girlfriend, Julie. And I was like, Julie, I said, I, I'm feeling this way. And that way and she's like, I have a pregnancy test. You want to take one? And I was like, it's not a pregnancy. And I kind of got pissed off because I was yeah. like, don't get my hopes up. That's not even funny. Yes. And I know she didn't mean it that way. Uh, so I was there and I went upstairs and I'm, you know, I peed on it and I'm looking, I'm looking, it turns blue, but I'm like waiting for other stuff to happen. I like a positive sign or this or that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what are you doing? She's like, you've been doing this for so long. What, what's it say? And I said, it just has one blue line. She's like, oh my gosh. So she's freaking out. And I call Ava at the hospital and I said, so, um, I need to talk to you kind of like right away. And he's I was like, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And he's like, no, can you come to the hospital? And I was like, sure. So I, I go there. Now, in between this time, I took five different pregnancy tests because I was like, there's no way. And I had them all in a little plastic bag. <laughs> as I was into the hospital. <laughs> because I can't believe it myself. And he sees me and immediately I can see you. Yeah. And I was like, well, I mean, it is what it is. <laughs> but it was a shocker. And the same thing, like I was told for so long that I couldn't, and I kind of gave up the idea. And even when my ex-husband um, had his first baby, everyone's like, oh, doesn't that really bother you? And I was like, no, I'm really happy for him. And I think because I was happy for him, because this is something I always wanted, the universe is like, you might deserve this one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, so I know I had a dream last night that I was pregnant as fuck. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what, like, it was, you can't do that. I don't know. I ain't never been pregnant before. <laughs> I, had a, like, I had a dream a couple of weeks ago that I was, uh, that I went to the doctor for one reason. <laughs> to find out why I was feeling a particular way about something. <laughs> and she said, well, no, that's not it. 
you're fine in that respect. But did you know that you're pregnant? And somebody else <laughs> was there with me, a friend or something, who was also going to like find out if something was wrong. She was not pregnant though. I, in the dream, was pregnant <laughs> and woke up out my sleep and looked mm-hmm. over like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up like, this is last night, like, oh no. Mm-hmm. I just took a drug test, so I'm not pregnant. They would have told me. They would have told you. Yes. They would have told okay. you. That's a good they point. would have Thank told you. you. Thank you. This was, uh, you guys got a little bit of the back end tonight. <laughs> We're going to go to a break. We'll be right, right back. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> oh my. podcast uh you can check us out on a couple of platforms apple podcast google podcast spotify some other stuff too anchor.fm which is uh our home base so check us out leave a comment let us know what you think about the show what you think about the topic and if ever you want to come on and give testimony to some things that uh, are bothering you or that you want to express yourself about please reach out because we would love to have you on. Uh, We've been talking about dads and relationships and um, just freedom. And I 
I do want to like touch on something though, and I, I think it's it's uh, it's worth mentioning just how a young woman's first experience with a man is her father, and that sets the tone for what she deals with for pretty much the rest of her life, mm-hmm. uh, unless she's like super cognizant of that and then decides to like adamantly make changes to try and attract something different. But for the most part, most women are going to mimic the father or the father figure that they had in their life and how that relationship went. Um, And fortunately, there are a lot of uh, really healthy, whole, happy women who have had a healthy, whole, happy relationship with their father figure, uh, biological or otherwise. Mm-hmm. And, and you know, kudos to them. And then there are women who did not have a good experience with their father or father figure in some shape, way, or form, whether that is in because of abuse, emotional, physical, sexual, um, what have you, uh, because of disappointment or abandonment, um, lying, uh, drug use, uh, addiction, things of that sort that just prevent somebody from really, you know, pouring into a child. And then you grow up and then you have these same issues with men that you attract. And it's really hard to break that cycle. You have to be just super invested in yourself, mm-hmm. I think, and, and and deem yourself worthy to like even put the puzzle pieces together to understand why it is that you attract what it is that you attract. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Um, I'm 42 years old, and that's a journey that I'm still on. 46, same. <laughs> so, no, baby, 33. And, but, <laughs> oh, 33 was my favorite year. Yeah, oh, my favorite year, too. My Real favorite year, too, in my 30s. <laughs> I was so, that year was I feel like, it. I feel I, it. I felt good. Yes, yes. The whole year. All well, the time. Yes. A, I'll, I'll be 33 in September, but I've been saying I'm 33 since January 1st. Okay. <laughs> Because the year is here. Right. Okay. <laughs> I was like, 32. That's like, oh, okay. I'm like, <laughs> we're here. Let's <laughs> just hurry this shit along. Shall we? The fuck. So <laughs> <laughs> 33 is the best. So Listen, I it. I, you want to hurry up and get there. That was a good year. Hell yeah. Let's well, enjoy that. For real. For real. But all that to say, um, we appreciate the fathers. We do. Mm-hmm. And yeah, uh, we do. We do toward the end of the show something called a final thought, and I feel like I feel like this was a good conversation, and we and we should wrap it up here in a minute and leave and leave enough for you guys to like, you know, chew on for a minute. But let's just go around the horn and and maybe touch on um, what you might tell any young person uh, who might not be appreciative of their parents or their father specifically um, now being where we're at and being able to look at hindsight on relationships with our fathers and our father figures what would you tell uh, any in person that, that is just maybe taking it for granted to have that in their life mm. right well you know when it comes to true the big thing for me is when I hear her talk to her dad all sassy I don't take that I immediately tell her, you do not speak to your father like that. Because I want her to understand that 
you can be a woman, you can ask for what you want, and you can be your own person, but you have to speak to people kindly. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's the only dad she's going to have. And he's a good dad. And I want her to realize, always say he's a good dad. I mean, it'd be hard not to realize it, I would think. <laughs> he's a great father. Yeah. He's a great man. Mm-hmm. Great husband to you. And I, I remember a lot, a lot of shit. Well, because you're fiery, and then you produced you. <laughs> I know. I know. That, that poor guy. Rough. I mean, <laughs> it might be good that he's 13 years younger than you, Chris. Yeah, for real. I know. I know. He gonna need that longevity. I know. With you too. Like. And here's the All of our animals are female. And then we have my best friend and my niece that live downstairs, both females, who also oh, wow. has a female dog. <laughs> so poor <laughs> right. He is just overloaded with estrogen. Oh, I couldn't even imagine. And but he just takes it all in stride. That is yeah. <laughs> it's, it's fucking frustrating for me sometimes. I'm just like, how? Because yeah. I'm freaking out right now. And he's just like, yeah. <laughs> what? That's a great balance, Chris. Right? That's a great balance. That's what you have That's there. It's right. a great balance. Indeed, indeed. Ray, what would you tell the young people? What would you tell the folks? So, Ooh. So, especially this younger generation, man. They just take it, take it for granted. I, I am a mom to a millennial, and I'm like, kid, if you don't understand what it is, mm-hmm. what would you tell the people? So my father, one thing about my father, my biological father, like I was going through a whole situation, right? And he didn't, it was like he, he knew and didn't do anything. Like abusive, everything, like locked out of the house. Craziness chaos right mm-hmm. didn't do anything didn't feel protected so one thing I always look for is just some somebody to protect uh-huh. right and so I look for in all these different men sexually and that is not what you want to do now listen and if you do protect yourself yeah for sure mm-hmm. right yeah protect yourself by the grace of God I don't have anything that's just real shit Huh. Or any kids, huh. and that's because my knowing the teachings and the healings that I've done on myself, I know it's hormonal reasons why I have not been able to reproduce an mm-hmm. offspring. Mm-hmm. Okay, so first and foremost, recognize who you do have in your life, and not to feel any jealousy or any envy because maybe your cousin may have you know their father in their life all the time and yours is not it doesn't matter it's the the point of the person who who is in your life and showing you this can be done you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. appreciate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and know that and and ask them questions Soak up the wisdom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Ask some questions. That's one thing I wish I would have done with my grandfather, like, oh, my dad. Ask them questions. 
He didn't te- he will on my granddad will, on my father's side will always be like, ah, fuck a nigga with, with a knife. He always kept a pocket knife. You know what I'm saying? And he'll talk about being a Buffalo soldier and stuff like that. But I I, I was too young to understand how precious these moments were before mm-hmm. he was gone. So mm-hmm. if you are young, I would say appreciate your grandparents. Whatever they however sit down, talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You you'll have a lot of things going on with your your parents. You may feel a different way. They might shed some light on to that. You know what I'm saying? If you have that, if you are lucky to even have your grandparents around. But it, other than that, still appreciate the people that you are like connect with. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. To jump on that too, what I noticed is that even though I didn't have there's a lot of things my father did not teach me he did not teach me what it was like to be protected to be provided for to be loved unconditionally to be lifted up to be supported he did teach me what emotional manipulation looked like he did Mm -hmm. teach me what abandonment looked like Mm -hmm. he did teach me that love was attached to disappointment Mm -hmm. he did teach me to seek attention in ways that were not healthy for my spirit he taught me all of those things right Mm -hmm. but See, I'm about to lose my train of thought. I ain't even gonna stop recording either. No, I'm trying to think. What what was the what was the last point you just made, right? Um, connect to the positive. Oh, okay. So although um he taught me all those things and I like seriously yearned for all the things he didn't teach me, the positive of it. Over the years, what the universe did was bring me men to show me that anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, dope friendships. Mm-hmm. Not even, like, uh, nothing sexual, no kind of, like, romantic relationship, right. nothing like that. Just dope black men who, in some kind of shape, way, or form, would probably remind me of my pops in some kind of way. And then they would just pour into me for years and still do. Um, I have friends that I've been friends with for 10, 15 years now that I've met in my adult, in my adulthood who have like, I don't want to say replaced, but definitely gave me the energy that I was missing from him as a young child. So I have a choice every single day, just like all of us do, to either wallow in what my father taught me that I struggled to like break those cycles or to celebrate the fact that I was even able to recognize the shit Mm. to do the work to break the cycles you know what I mean so it's like you have a choice to make every single day so as we go into this weekend and we're celebrating these men who need to be celebrated and uplifted Mm -hmm. in a way that just is not happening in our communities I don't care what color you are nowhere is it celebrated a family being together everywhere is it expected that the family's not together and that he's not in the house and you guys don't get along and it's you know what I mean it's just as we celebrate this weekend I don't care who he is in your life lift him up yeah and if I was to share with the young people anything uh obviously to double back on what the girls said but to just enjoy being present with your people just be in the moment and soak up that energy so that when they're not here anymore you aren't spending time grieving from a space of regret but rather from a space of 
I'm so glad I had a chance to even know them and I was close to them. You know, it feels so much better when you when you can celebrate somebody's life instead of mourning what you didn't have with them. Yeah. During their death. So that's great so conversation. So and the flow is dope, right? Oh my God. <laughs> so this is our first time together since COVID, you guys. We're all in the same space. Yay! And it flowed way better. So much better. So imagine the conversations <laughs> y'all are about to get. Yes. <laughs> If I've not reminded you, and I've not, because it's been a couple of weeks, please, please allow me to do so right now. Always, 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 always be the light that you seek. We will see you next week, folks. Peace.